Hello and welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air, your outlet for some guidance and support through the ups and downs of everyday life. This is a series that is in addition to vitamins for breakfast, aiming to still provide you with all you'll ever need to help amplify your life. So welcome to A Dose of Fresh Air. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of A Dose of Fresh Air. How are you guys? I hope you guys are doing good. Um, I am here with another episode. I am giving it to you guys back to back. As you know, Dose of Fresh Air uh, was set up on a bi-weekly basis, but since I have been MIA for a month, I definitely want to make up for lost time and give you guys as much fresh air as I can for your soul and your mind. Today, I am talking to you about how to become the observer of your mind and how to distinguish if indeed the voice that you've been hearing this whole time is really you. Um, A lot of times we have this narrative that is replaying in our mind and nine out of ten times it's not even our narrative. This is like extremely apparent today just with all the racism that we're seeing now come to the surface. In no shape or form am I saying that racism hasn't always been here. I just think that with technology it's now very very apparent. There is no way to deny it Um, but I think that we are now coming to terms and realizing how many people are actually brainwashed and not really thinking for themselves. So today I'm going to be talking about like I said how to become the observer of your mind what that means along with you know you actually finding out if this whole time you have been listening to yourself or have you been listening to your mom's voice your parents voice have you been listening to the media's voice have you been listening to your friends voices have you been listening to your teachers voice whose voice have you been listening to so let's get into it All right, so what does it mean to be the observer of your mind? Being the observer of your mind really means that you sit back and you kind of watch and monitor everything that kind of crosses your mind. It's kind of like being a spy on yourself. You're just spying on yourself, listening to yourself, observing yourself. So whenever you're in a situation where it causes you to react that is the best time for you to start observing how you're reacting to a situation how is it making you feel what is it sparking in you emotionally that's really what this process is of becoming the observer of your mind so observing your mind is just step one you know observing is like I said just kind of sit there and watch what happens if someone does something rude to you if someone says something rude to you um, if you see something on tv and you feel triggered by it if someone just looks at you a certain way and then you feel angry about it (laughs) i say that because that's a personal issue but yeah um when you really sit and you observe your reaction to things it kind of really tells you the script that's been playing in your mind so like let's say for example for me personally when i see someone staring at me um I get angry and I get angry because I think that the person is judging me and I think that they're judging me because growing up I used to be judged so it's like a process of dismantling um, the thought you know because it's not about being completely absent of thought at, at all just being a blank person but it's about you know what thoughts are you really fostering within you that don't really need to be there and I treat this like a landlord would. Like when a landlord allows a tenant in, you know, 
they have to see if you're a good tenant if they want to go ahead and renew the lease. I treat the thoughts and the narratives within my mind that way. So when a thought comes in and let's say it's a negative thought and you go through the process of challenging the thought because when you become the observer, that's step one. And then how you dismantle the, the thoughts is by challenging them. If I get a thought like, oh, that person's staring at me and they're probably judging me or they probably think that, you know, I'm I'm X, Y, and Z. Those are just the thoughts that might cross through my mind. So when you get to step two and you're challenging the thought now where you're like, but what if they're not though? What if they're just looking at me because I was within their, their range to look at me? Like, what if it's really not that deep? Um, what if they're admiring me? What if they um, just want to ask me a question? Like, I, you know, I don't really know. So for me to be so quick to think that it is something negative, I'm choosing that I want to raise the rent on that belief or in that thought process. So you can definitely treat thoughts like I'm not gonna allow you to be a squatter in my <laughs> in my temple like if you're gonna live here you better have a valuable ass contribution to this experience and that's how I treat my these thoughts because thoughts are energy that just passes by and it passes through everyone and it's just looking for someone to hold on to the thought and manifest it and you don't have to do that you can get really stingy about who you allow to live <laughs> in your in your apartment complex in your temple like I'm not just gonna allow anybody in here I gotta do a background check I gotta do a fact check on you I need to challenge this thought how is how is this thought true like what 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 is your alibi what makes this true so when you sit and you dismantle the thought you come to realize that you, this was never really your thought process to begin with it was either an experience that happened to you it was either maybe something that someone instilled in you and told you like maybe if you had a parent where it was like don't take no shit from nobody if they look at you wrong fight them so it depends on you know whose voice you're really you know listening to within your vessel and like I said in the beginning of the the podcast was this is very relevant today because a lot of people have been listening to a broken record on um you know what this world really looks like and in conversation of racism specifically you know we're talking about generations of generations of um people embedding this narrative into their kids that is a lie because no child is born racist that is taught and if you don't if you believe you were born that way please get off this podcast don't even listen to this podcast but racism is definitely taught and it's something that gets passed down from generation to generation and so we have people now today who are walking around um, not necessarily knowing why they hate people of color, but they just know that they hate them. And it can be because of the media. It can be because of what their parents taught them. Um, it could even possibly be even a personal experience that they had. But the problem is that even with just one personal experience, it's, it's unfair to write off an entire population based off one experience. People are racist and don't know why. And they can easily retrain their mind if they just dismantle their thoughts, if they become the observer of their mind, see what the thoughts that pass through them when they are either in contact with someone of color, see something about someone of color, what are the thoughts that come to your mind and then start challenging those thoughts like, why do I think that? And then you'll realize, oh, mom and dad told me about about that or the news tells me that these people are thugs and criminals, but I've never personally have seen it but 
Um, I just believe it to be true. And that is all a product of people who don't observe their mind. They don't sit back and observe. I sat here and watched uh, someone do a comedy sketch where they went to a Trump rally and they asked them a bunch of questions. Not hard questions. I'm not talking about like mathematics or, you know, anything like on on like real real history just like straight up questions where it was to make them really like challenge their thought process and these people still ended up even though they were like spinning around in circles and what they were responding didn't make sense they still were like i don't care i i love that man and i'm just like this is a real problem because it's like love that man if you want to but why do you love him you know, tell me why you really love him and let that shit come from you. Like, really you, not like, oh, because, you know, he's he's white. Like, okay, and what does that mean, though? Like, so what? These All these presidents, like, before Obama were white. And, and did we have, you know, the, the greatest experience in this country? Like, they asked a woman, they were like, um, how do you feel about Hillary? This was, like, back when, like, Hillary and Trump were running. And they were like, well, how do you feel about... Hillary running and they asked a woman and she was like oh no with the hormones she might start start a war in a second and the guy was like but you're a woman and and she's like yeah I know and then he's like and in the past all the wars have been started by men and she's like staring at him blankly like I don't care I just want him to I just want him to win and that's scary because we have people who are so brainwashed and are honestly just walking zombies we call them bots there's a community out here who calls them bots where you know they're just robots like they are you just punch a few numbers into um a coding system and they'll be acting however you want them to act and it's like that's that's a bot right there and that is the saddest thing when your mind has just been conditioned and it's not really yours it's kind of tainted in a way (laughs) for lack of better terms it's kind of just been um used and abused and you have just really been a vehicle for whoever's orchestrating the show so it's like have some strength and and challenge these thoughts ask yourself where these thoughts are coming from and if you want to continue to to give them life if you want to continue to value them if if you have a thought that comes in and it doesn't mirror anything good it doesn't mirror life it doesn't mirror love it doesn't mirror positivity it actually in fact is the opposite where it mirrors hate it mirrors darkness it mirrors negativity then why would you want to keep it And what gets me so angry is that a lot of these people are religious. You can't be a racist person and a hardcore Jesus fan. Like, those two things don't go together because Jesus doesn't mirror hate. He doesn't mirror any of that. I mean, at the end of the day, this man was crucified um, because people hated him and what he was doing. They, th- that hate is what led to his crucifixion, but yet you're going to be hateful, which is the very thing that he was fighting against, but yet you're crying to Jesus' name saying, Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice. I love you. And in Jesus' name, I pray. And it's like, how are you going to turn around though and be the very thing that had him crucified? The darkness, the, you know, you're mirroring quote unquote, the devil's work, which is crazy to me. So the process to really reworking this and allowing yourself to be the captain of your ship is, like I said, by step one, becoming the observer of your mind. When things come up and they trigger you or they evoke some sort of emotion in you, observe that, you know, look into that further, do some investigations on that, Um, question it. If it doesn't have a good 
alibi, if it doesn't, um, you know, seem like a good tenant, then evict the thought. You don't have to keep the thought. It is okay for you to decide that you don't want to foster and give life and shelter to a thought that you don't want to do that for anymore. That doesn't feed life into you, that it just brings negativity into your life. Um, and the more and more you do that, the more you start to harness your own voice, you know? It has to be a very honest experience. You can't be out here making excuses like, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not racist because they'll never admit they're racist, but I dislike people of color because um, they're just thugs. It's like, okay, that's a thought that just came through your mind. Why do you think they're thugs? Well, because they rob and steal. Okay, why do you think they rob and steal? Well, because I see it on the news. Okay, so you see it on the news, but have you seen it in front of your eyes? I don't want to see it. They'll probably like, you know, it, that's what I'm saying. It has to be very honest. You can't be stubborn um, with this experience, especially if you're, like I said, trying to be spiritual or um, even act like you believe in Jesus. If you want to have a real relationship with Jesus, you better be ready to get honest with yourself and have these uncomfortable conversations with yourself. And that's when you'll really, really access a, a part of yourself that allows you to live a more rewarding life when you are actually, like I said, the captain of your ship where it's not a bunch of other people's opinions and thoughts that you allow um yourself to carry on a daily basis and be what you pull out of your files to react to things like is it coming from you or is it coming from someone else if it's coming from someone else why are you holding it why are you keeping it are you somebody else or are you you not trying to get super harsh or anything um i just really want people to realize that if you want to raise your mental and spiritual currency um, you got to definitely become the observer of your mind because once you do that, honestly, that is really truly freedom. Make it a point to try to free yourself, guys. I'm sending you light and prayer and until next time.